Turn it up. Let's get this going. I wonder if my whistling sounds horrible online. Yeah, it's not too bad. I don't think it's too bad. No, I, I mean like this live take. I mean, this is me whistling. Oh, no, 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 I'm talking. Yeah, I know. What I'm talking about is that it doesn't sound bad because you've done it before on the show. Yeah. Oh, I have? Yeah. I don't I don't pay attention when we record. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay attention most of the time. Oh, my God. I have ADHD that, like, was diagnosed when I was a little kid and, like, very little was done about it. I had, I didn't have ADHD. I had ADD. I had, a, I had the H thrown in. By one doctor, but then, I don't know. Nothing happened. Nothing ever really came of it. I had ADD. I went to a lot of, like, therapy, like, 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 different types of therapy, but it was, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It was weird. I, it was, it was probably the right decision, but now I really wish I could get an Adderall prescription. <laughs> <laughs> I never went to, I've never been to therapy of any type. Really? Of Dude, any, you yeah. gotta get on that shit. Yeah, you have to everybody get on says that it's great to go to. Like, I mean, no I don't, matter what your life situation is, it's just good to go to therapy. Like, I've only been to, in dire straits. Yeah, like, 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 whenever, like, I was dealing with like some shit. Uh, Share it. No, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, like, like breakups and and. Uh, Whenever I was like, uh, like I mean, I guess I'll talk about it a little bit. Whenever I was, yeah, you don't get to go like, hard, uh, but like, uh, whenever I was like, like uh, in my late teens, I had really crazy rage issues that were not okay at all and not good behavior, and so I went to, um, you know, fucking therapy to figure that shit out. Are you filming me right now? Hey, I was just taking a quick Snapchat. We're live on Snapchat. I'm taking a quick I'm talking Snapchat, about my man. issues and Matt decides to Snapchat. Hey, buddy. Hey. I'm just mother- giving it a little, you know. Anyway, whenever I went to therapy, like, uh, I think everybody should go to therapy at least once in your life. At least, like, once for a period of time. Like, go for two months. Just to be like, just to... Mainly, the main thing about therapy is that you will find out how okay you actually are and how unimpressive you actually are your problems are <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like like he's just like every time i've been they just kind of looked at me like why are you so fucking like <laughs> upset about this well see i already do that to myself but it's no whenever i, I don't at all whenever, <laughs> well see i know i get like i don't do that at all well, I, get, I, I i get really hung up on stuff and it's not healthy i get severe anxiety about stuff and like it drives me crazy like you know my whole like end of my fucking sales job yeah bonus, right like, i get severe anxiety right. about shit but like when it comes to like personal stuff that i think drives a lot of people crazy my stuff has always been work related job related mm-hmm. career related Something like that. I get really, like, finicky about acting or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Or right. sales. Whatever it is. When it comes to, like, personal stuff, I'm always just like, well, you know, you know, just shut up, suck it up, and get to work. Yeah, but that's... because it's not that big a deal. Like, I mean, I guess I guess it depends on what you're going through. But, uh... I don't know. It's just... It's good to, um... Get that third opinion. That, that, mm-hmm. that disconnected... You know, that whore's opinion. The person that you're paying to 
just sit down and talk to. That's what right. whores, that's what whores are for, right? Yeah. 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 Right. That's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're definitely not for sexing. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I've actually heard on, I think it was like Loveline, the pros, they've had, you know, they would have prostitutes on every now and then. Yeah. Or sex workers. Sorry. Oh my God, shut up with the PC oh, terminology. We're going we're gonna to go viral for the sex wrong workers. reasons. Sex workers. Uh, sex workers. They were called prostitutes for like 4,000 years. We should still, I still believe no, in sex workers are not po- going viral for the wrong reasons. No, I agree. The sex workers are like porn stars. Um, I don't see the difference between saying prostitute and sex worker, personally. Personally. But if it makes somebody feel better, I'll say sex worker. Who cares? Sure. Uh, I mean, anyway, I don't have a problem with them. I'm not shitting on anyway, them. I've heard I a think lot they're of, doing the Lord's work. Anyway, I've heard a <laughs> lot of them on different platforms talk about how a lot of their customers just are looking for someone to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. My point being that, like, it's just good to get that third eye in there mm-hmm. and just kind of look at you and tell you, like, you're fine. Like, you're, I mean, that's a little crazy. That's, what you did was a little crazy, but people do crazy shit all the time. You're not yeah. alone in that. And uh, here, anytime you feel like you're going to do something crazy again, just, like, here are some steps to not do that. And I think that that's really good. And I think that people should go to therapy to learn those things, or or to even like, like he, like if you start, uh, what am I trying to say? If you start trying to, or or if you start getting a lot of shit for like, from somebody mm-hmm. that is causing issues. Like I learned the I learned the phrase reactive language from one of from my very first therapist ever when I was nineteen. Yeah, and he just said whenever you start. He, he gave me tools uh, uh, to learn how to listen for reactive language, which is language that uh, people will use whenever they're asking you questions while simultaneously trying to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and, like, and he's like, so once you are able to acknowledge and notice that, that reactive language is being used... You can say to that person, uh, I can tell you're trying to get a rise out of me. Uh, I either need to table this conversation or, like, stop doing that. Stop yeah. trying to get a rise out of me. It's right. one or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's, that's you know, that served me for about three years until I forgot it again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That happens to me on the street a lot. Yeah. When I'm with my dog. Yeah. Oh, you, get, you talk about this all the time. You talk about how people give you shit while you're walking your dog all the time. And it blows well, it happened, my mind. It happened again two weeks ago. What happened? Out behind my building. This fucking, fucking homeless guy. Yeah. Which, oh, I'm not shooting on the homeless. They've got plights too. But this guy was a bag of dicks. Here's the deal about that mm-hmm. argument of don't shit on homeless people. You know what? I'll leave them alone if they leave me alone. I'm not going to shit on them. But the moment that they come at me, what the fuck, fuck am I supposed to do? Just take it? No, have some compassion. How many times have you and I been called racist because we didn't give a, a homeless person, a, homeless a, person dollar. a dollar or a cigarette? Yeah. That, I, I'll never forget the time that we went to go see Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Was it Mad Max? Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, so anyway, we know, yeah, it was Mad Max. Yeah, and some guy came up to us and wanted something, and we were like, yeah, we don't have it. He was asking for $2. And and, uh, and it was just like, 
and, and then he followed us around calling us racists, and we were just like, dude, like, we're not. Like, like, yeah. this, like, 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 what, like, what, like, you got in his face. I just walked away. No, this is the guy who was like, he wanted a cigarette, and we were like, we don't smoke. And then he wanted, um, he was like, we well, got two dollars, and we were like, don't carry cash either. Yeah. And he was like, y'all some racist motherfuckers. Yeah, he started screaming that at us. So then he follows us down the street, screaming that we're racist. He didn't just follow us down the street. He, he followed, followed us. us into the movie theater. Yes. Screaming that we're racist. Yeah. So I turned to him and I said, listen, motherfucker, if you can't <laughs> afford to see a movie, get the fuck out of the movie theater. Yeah. Well, so yeah. he goes back out onto the street and starts yelling for the cops. It's like, please call the cops. Well, like, please, please call, call the, the cops. Of God, call I would the cops. love for you for the police to show up and for you to explain what's going on. I would love that. God, God like, please, God. <laughs> Here's my cell phone. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> call him. Call him. Lock the door. Don't run away with my cell phone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so two weeks ago, I was out, or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I'm out back on the street walking the dog, and I'm drunk. And this dude who's got like, you know those like homeless guys that have like a crazy crackhead woman that like tail around with yes. them? Yes. Yes. So one he, of those crazy crackhead women punched me in the face one time. I remember that, yeah. We talked about that on the pod. Yes, we did. <laughs> so this guy comes up to me and he just goes, excuse me, sir. And I'm like in basketball shorts and a t-shirt. It wasn't cold mm-hmm. and flip flops. And I have nothing on me. And he's like, can you spare $3 for me, sir? And I was like. Hey, man, I'm just walking the dog. I don't have anything on me. And he goes, what's the point of even having a small dog? And I was drunk. And I was just like, listen, you piece of shit. And uh, when I came back upstairs later, I was like, oh, he got exactly what he wanted. Yep. Yep. He got exactly what he wanted. This is why you should go to therapy, (laughs) Matt. You would have known about reactive language. And you wouldn't have... uh, (laughs) Is there such a thing as drunk therapy? Uh, Maybe... Like where you do therapy drunk, drunk, and the therapist is just like this cool is with a, it. They're not like this is yeah. unhealthy. Like, you shouldn't have to drink to talk about your feelings. I think as a level-headed person, like <laughs> when I'm not, when I'm not drunk, yeah, I think I'm pretty chill. Yeah, I'm pretty equilibrium, and I can hash through most situations. Yeah, when I'm tuned, like this night, I was tuned the fuck up. Really, I had been at bar nine. For fucking dueling pianos. <laughs> Greg's back managing at bar nine again, everybody. Greg, the legend. Who, buddy, I was. Wh- he's managing? Yeah, he's managing again. They hired? No. Uh. <laughs> I was wasted, dude. I no. was fucked up. And he hit me with that shit, and I turned to him, and I was... I didn't just immediately start lighting into him. I gave him an actual answer, and then he just kept escalating it and escalating it and escalating it. And I was just like, dude... I, See, yeah. <laughs> my first my first response to the question, what's the point of having a small dog? If you want someone to leave you alone and they ask you that question, mm-hmm. just turn to them and calmly say, to eat him at Thanksgiving. <laughs> They'll leave you alone. They won't talk to you anymore. Fattening them up. Yeah, I'm just getting them... Getting them, getting them larded up. <laughs> he like makes it. the be- uh, wiener dogs make really good foie gras if you just keep pouring <laughs> milk down their throats. It's true. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that. 
<laughs> you do know that, because I just told you. Uh, we're kind of freeballing this episode, because we, we just are. felt like it. We're freeballing, we're sitting there trying to come up with a list of topics, and like, Nothing's there's going nothing on. good going on. The world I is... I mean, sure, we could dive into politics and both get super mad, and this could be a shitty, shitty podcast. Yeah, yeah. Or we could talk about sports, and I could get super mad. And I would just sit here and nod and smile. <laughs> that was a pretty good game we just watched with West Virginia and UT. Yeah, you know, I'm disappointed, obviously, that we lost. I'm but very happy that we won. At the same time, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's football. It's football. And the only football that'll make me, like, shit my pants and lose sleep at night Cowboys. are the Dallas Cowboys. So I haven't been sleeping much lately, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and I gotta replace all my pants. Dude, dude, what is with the Cowboys this year? Uh, it's, it's, it's top bleak, now. man. It's fucking, I don't, I could go into it, but it would be the whole podcast. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit. Like, what do you think's going on? What I'm noticing is, uh, lack of any, I feel like they're wasting Zeke's time and his career. And mm-hmm. not giving, not using him properly, not giving him a break at all. Uh, uh, the defense is fucking not there. Uh, the defense is hit and miss. Sometimes they're sometimes, outstanding. Yes, the the, the defense is the I've defense only... is what saved us in the games that we've won. Okay. Right now, the problem is that it, so it stems from a few things. We haven't had any type of good receiver this year. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Last year when Dez was down or just not performing well, you still had Jason Witten. Right. But now he's out. We don't have Jason Witten. We don't have Dez, which I wasn't too high on Dez the last couple of years anyway, but we didn't replace them with anybody. Right. So there's nobody getting open. Who's that guy that they just traded for? Amari Cooper. That could be a very good situation. He's a two he's twenty four years old. Yeah. He's the greatest receiver in the history of Alabama. Which okay. is a long that's a storied great, fucking that's a, history. Yeah, that's a um, as annoying as they are, and as you know, yeah. as, even though nothing good has ever come out of Alabama, <laughs> except for from, maybe the Alabama aside Keys. From, aside from football player, yeah, right. The Alabama Keys. You never been to the Alabama Keys? No. What's that? It's like the Keys of Alabama. Oh, you're talking about the coast, the islands. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like go. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Anyway, so. It, that could be a really good situation if he can get into the offense, which he's had a bye week and then a long week of preparation to get into the offense. If he can start getting open mid-level to deep and we can stop throwing three-yard outs on third and 12, then we might actually have a shot. But we also have a hyper-fucking-conservative offensive coordinator who is stuck in 19... 19- 72 or whatever the fuck and it is. And just can't shut and up about these migrants, this migrant caravan. Exactly. Coming up. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. Was... Fucking Scotland again. <laughs> Make the Cowboys great Quit again. Quit naming your plays after Trump stuff. <laughs> the border. Anyway, here's Border Wall. <laughs> We're going to call this, our offensive line's called the Border Wall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, brother, here's Border Wall. Yeah. <laughs> I said maybe. <laughs> so yeah um offense is just so vanilla and so predictable no it's like they know what we're gonna do every team we play knows what we're doing yep and when you can't stay on the fucking field offensively 
your defense doesn't stand a chance because they don't get a break either. Right. You know, so a lot of problems, and it's a lot of leadership issues. It's it's all fucked, and it's not going to get fixed this year. That's disappointing. Cowboys are not going all the way, fam. Well, maybe next year. I doubt <laughs> next it. year, goddammit. <laughs> that's just like our that's just what we've been saying since nineteen ninety nine. Ninety six. Ninety six. Whatever. It's worse year. than you think. Oh my god. <laughs> I was thinking of the ninety nine was the stars. stars. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that vividly. Oh man, but though yeah, the fucking cowboys, dude. It's it's tough it's tough spot to be in. What are we watching right now? Is a man dressed as a platypus trying to hook up with a college girl? Ah, they're both in college. It's a it's a Dr. Pepper commercial. They go to different schools and they're like, no, it's okay. It's going to be fine even though we go to different schools. I feel like this is giving way too much like exposure of furries. <laughs> no, but it's... That's like the one thing I'm not behind at all. You know what one thing that I, I never thought would be refreshing? What? The lack of college rivalries that exist in New York City. Hmm. In the sense that back home, it is all about where you went to college. And it's super annoying. And it's horrible. Particularly if you went to like the school, like a school like we went to. Yeah. That doesn't really have a rivalry. And then people hear, oh, you went to Texas State? Yeah. Oh, you fucking retard. Sorry. Yeah, you fucking idiots. Like. Oh, it's just a party school. Y'all don't. Oh, like, you're just like a regional party school. I'm like, listen, asshole. It's like, dude, like I was top seven percent. I got into UT. I got in. I could go to A and M. I could have gone to any of those schools, but they all had garbage theater departments for undergrads. Sure, uh, or just whatever. Like, it's just like who cares? And particularly because so many of the rivalries in Texas are so arbitrary. Like the A and M and UT rivalry. Is stupid, and it's only because of football. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it doesn't make. Well, even the football rivalry is stupid. In well, it my doesn't mind. exist anymore, right? Because they're not in, even in the same league, right? Yeah, they're in like, the different conferences. Uh, it's Miller time, yeah, brother. Um, well, mostly what it is is it's a massive inferiority complex on AM's part, right? Because their team sucks. Oh, and, and they've has never been good forever. Yeah, for as long as it's existed, almost. Oh. And the, the, what the 1930s was the last good run they had. They had a national championship and one in the 1930s, and yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. They've never been nationally relevant. And ever since, since then, they've just been cloning sheep. Yep. In 1998, they were ranked number five in the country. All right, I guess that's something. And then they lost to UT. <laughs> Hook 'em. Ricky Williams broke the NCAA all-time rushing record that day. We need to get uh, Andrea's dad on here to tell Aggie jokes. Oh, my God. He, at your wedding, he came up to me and cornered me twice. Jeff. At one point, he, he looked at me and goes, you know what an Aggie is, right? And I, <laughs> and I thought he was telling a joke, and I was like, what's an Aggie? And he just goes, someone that went to A&M University. I was like, Jeff, I, I, I'm, I'm from Texas. <laughs> like, I'm the Matt from the podcast. I'm the Matt from the podcast. He's like, oh, it's like, I've been telling Aggie jokes every other episode <laughs> that and you've I, listened to. And I know you've tried to listen to this thing, yeah, even yeah. if it's a little out of your wheelhouse. <laughs> Miller time. What's up, Jeff? You're cool. <laughs> oh, Jeff's the man. He He's is funny. the man. 
He's a funny dude. I got nothing but love for that guy. You better, because he's nothing technically your dad now. Hey, he is. Legally, hey, legally hey. speaking. I got no issues with my in-laws. You have two dads. I do. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you only got the one, but he's cool. He's a good... Yeah, my dad's, I like him. My dad's the shit. Scott's a good dude. My dad's awesome. Scott and Donald like a lot of my Facebook posts, which I'm super into. They love liking stuff on Facebook. I'm a big fan of they them. They love it, and it's super fun. <laughs> and at first, whenever it ha- started happening, I was very annoyed by it. But, you know, ten years later now, I love it. It's like, I'm oh, a- these are the only people that listen to me. <laughs> I'm a big fan of, like, speaking of we're back to college sports again, I'm a big fan of their, like, WVU fandom. Oh, yeah. Because they're D- West Virginia alums. Dude, they were there one of the first nights ever that, like... They started burning that WVU started burning couches. Oh wow! Like they were like because that was I think that started in the seventies and they were that's what they were doing in the seventies. They were going to West Virginia University, and uh, um, they just had these stories of of that of that happening, and then uh, Morgantown calling the SWAT team <laughs> before to hang to like line the streets before basketball and football games because people just would go ape shit. My dad told me a story of uh, them throwing couches and shit into the middle of the street and the street was paved with asphalt and not concrete, asphalt. And the asphalt melted and and they created a crater in the middle of like some square in, in Morgantown. Oh, that's amazing. And my, and he was just like, yeah, me and your mom just went to the top of the hill and watched him do it. We didn't really get involved because we didn't want to get arrested. And it's like, <laughs> what? Can you imagine that happening in San Marcos and any of us getting away with it? When I hear stories of the 70s, <laughs> I am like completely convinced that I am from the wrong era. Same, same. Dude, it's like, I would have loved to be in college in like the mid to late 70s. When you could just drink and screw and do drugs and like, <laughs> and it was all going to be fine because you were getting a college degree. Yeah. And in the late 70s, a college degree meant you were a made man. Right. And it wasn't like, and it was, and, and shit didn't follow you. Yes. Like, like, like nothing none of that, followed you. No, it doesn't follow. Like, like none of that. Because like, I, I recently like was on Facebook, right? And I saw a post that I uh, wrote in 2009, which was my second year in college. And it was, like, pretty innocuous. It was just kind of about, like, memories and how that... And, how that, and like, how memories affect your brain and how they change over time. Yeah. If you think about them a lot and how you kind of create, like, a cinema... Like a cinematic experience in your own brain, or like a yeah, you, yeah. you create a you create a unique memory that may not be what actually happened, which is why eyewitness testimonies are garbage. Exactly. Uh, 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 anyway, uh, my point being, like, my parents don't have anything written down that they did in college. Yeah. And on a, especially on a public forum. Yes. Like, like, and not a, and also not on a public forum that is now saved to the Library of Congress. Yeah. We're Wait all fucked. All Wait. of our tweets are archived in the Library of Congress. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's Twitter. On, I'm all not, of Twitter. I'm not shitting you. This is one hundred percent real. I'm so glad I deleted all my tweets. They're still in there. They're archived. Even the ones I deleted. Yes. But I deleted all my tweets. Yeah, but they were already archived. 
I'm so mad. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Why did my why did why was there a doorbell? Yeah, on my what phone? happened to your phone? <laughs> it's like somebody's somebody's knocking on your phone, bro. Uh, Wayfair wants to sell me something. Ah, suck a dick, Wayfair. Wayfair's I've never bought anything from Wayfair and yet am too lazy to to delete the app. <laughs> there you go. 2018. There you go. Love it, ladies and Love gentlemen. It. I keep getting notifications from bands in town. Which is the worst app of all time. That's what I hear, yet I also miss out on a lot of bands. But it doesn't give you accurate shit. What do you mean? Like, I'm like, okay, I redid my thing to only give me concerts within 10 miles of my address. And they're like, and also like, I updated my list of bands. 10 miles? That's a spread in New York. I know, but I was trying to be like, safe. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, because... I don't know, like 10 miles, uh, I don't know. Are you going to go to Terrytown to see Bruce? No, maybe I should have done it to 5. Okay, yeah. I'll concede. Anyway, I did it to 10. But that's not... That's the problem. So, no, no, no. It is the problem. No, no, no. And I'll tell you why. I did it why. I'll tell you why. Tell me why. I did it to 10. And I also redid bands. Like, I redid my taste in music and stuff because... I used to listen to a lot of country when I first started doing bands in town. I don't really listen to a lot of country anymore. Yeah. And, and they're not really coming up here. Yeah. Once every couple of years, you'll right. get like a Texas artist or something. Right. Anyway. And I start getting shit like uh, fucking Big and Rich is playing in Rhode Island. And I'm like... Rhode Island? Yeah. Or like Florida Georgia Line headlining in North Carolina. And I'm like, how do I fix this? I went through all the effort to try and fix it multiple times and kept getting bullshit. This instead is why of, I instead of just deleting it. Th this is why I haven't <laughs> downloaded that app. Uh, it don't don't fucking bother. My me. friend, my friend Dylan. Bands in town. Hey, bands in town. You suck. My friend Dylan, uh, who works in the music industry, is always telling me to download that app. But I, but I'm just, just like he probably gets a kickback. He might just like enter my name when he, you download it. He works for Steve Aoki. <laughs> so oh, he definitely knows. gets a uh, Steve Aoki man. It's like I'm so glad my friend has a great career with that guy, but I fucking hate Steve Aoki. It's like fucking. I watched that Netflix documentary mm. about him just to see if Dylan was in it, and Dylan is in it. Yeah, uh, which was cool, but. Um, uh, man, I, it did not make me like respect Steve Aoki at all. They 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 did this whole like they, there was this whole 10, 15 minute section about the summer that he spent as his prep cook at Benihana's because he was his dad. Oh yeah, I know his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benihana guy well, his went dad, to jail. He is, he is Steve Benihana right. Aoki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like. Whenever he was 17, he worked for a summer cutting onions, and it was so hard he had to wear goggles while he cut the onions so he wouldn't cry. And then he decided he would never go to work again for in his life and became a DJ. It's like, go fuck yourself. Most people that want to be DJs are doing are are cutting onions. Yeah, right. So That's that the they other, can like, try to be DJs. It's like, do you know how many, how many like or or they're just like bartending? Like, yeah, like, I know, I know a shitload I mean. of people yeah. that bartend in the city and then go during the summers they go to the Hamptons 
and, and DJ for $3,000 a night. And then come back to the city and bartend for like three months. Yeah, or they're and like they don't resi- have to work at all. Or they're like resident DJs in the Hamptons for four months, right? And make a shitload of money. Shitload of money. Yeah, like a fucking like stupid amount of money. Yeah, like 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 the like an amount of money where I think like, what did you do to like how, <laughs> who did you blackmail? To well, convince. no, the whole thing about it is the Hamptons. It's big money they out just there. Had no, they just and the, the type of people that, I for the like most part, the type of people that are going to the Hamptons, because they, I know a lot of them. They don't know what things cost. They don't know what things cost, and they're looking for EDM. Oh, yeah, that's true, here's too. the thing. EDM. Here's a, I, it's I'm gonna, huge. I'm taking a hot take on EDM. Tell me. Every person that I know that is, like, super into EDM music... With the exception of people that actually make it. With the exception of, like, my friend Sean, who's a DJ, who fucking knows music and feels music and loves music. Dude, yeah. Like, my buddy Ed, uh, who who plays with Bright Light Social Hour Mm -hmm. in Austin, he's a DJ, and he's the... probably the best guitarist... I know. Yeah, Sean's the same way. Like, Sean's, like, Sean he, is yeah. unbelievably stellar guitarist and knows and loves and just good producer. Blah, 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 blah. I'm talking about the consumers right. of EDM are not the type of people that are cherishing music. They're not, right. they're not going home and like laying in bed and listening to a song to find its intricacies and carrying music with them for personal experiences. They're purely looking for a communal experience. EDM is a 100% communal experience. Yeah, Whereas you're the right. rest of music is life-encompassing. Hmm. So the type of people that are going out there are the type of people that they don't give a shit about music. They don't give a shit about fucking art. They just want to, they be, just with want to be in a room with people and feel with something going. That's cool. There's something cool to that, but... I just don't get why somebody should earn three thousand dollars for pressing play, or for like for curating a playlist, for, or but well, that's even that's, if well even if they're like mixing live because yeah. that's a thing that happens. That is a lie. Yeah, uh, that's a. That, I saw that in Amsterdam and it yeah, was amazing. It's a. It's incredible. Like even I said, then, great communal experience. Even then, I'm like, that's not unless jazz musicians start making more money. Or like house musicians at rest- restaurants start making because I, I used to pay those guys like whenever I worked in Brooklyn mm-hmm. uh, at a restaurant that had live music every night. Yeah, I uh, like that super high stage. Anyway, keep going. Right, uh, like uh, I would pay them, and they made dick. Yeah, they made like I like I was making dick, and I couldn't believe how little they made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and uh, like and and so like I I hear of like DJs going out to the Hamptons and making three grand, four grand, five grand a set, and I'm just like you that that doesn't equal what, what I'm imagining like or like that just doesn't make sense to me unless you know thousands and thousands of people are showing up which. I guess is what's going on. Well, the deal is like hundreds and hundreds of people are showing up, but it's also that fucking New York effect. Yeah, what you know what mean? I mean? Because during the summer, the Hamptons is basically New York East. It's yeah. New York City East. 
I guess. The yeah. New York effect, where rich. people will pay a lot for things in this little bubble. Because people are also making a lot more money in this little bubble. Yeah. People will pay for something. That people will pay what you want to charge for it because they're in this bubble. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So that's why I've, it's the same, it's the same reason so why money. I've always said to successfully move to New York and to like navigate your life here, you have to forget what life was like somewhere else. But I'm talking about people that are in New York, like jazz musicians in New York. I know you're making we're talking seventy-five dollars for four hours of work. We're talking about in a two lifetime. Of, let me talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, like like um, like like they have a lifetime of training and 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 experience, and they're bringing it in for a night, and the whole band of three people makes. $150. Everyone's getting 50 bucks. It's not hot. I guess. It's supply and demand. It's not hot. But what... But 20, I don't know anybody that goes to an EDM... I've never met anybody that goes to an EDM concert in the Hamptons. Except for maybe... It's not concerts. A handful of people. It's nightclubs. But who's... I don't know people that would do that. I... Yep. I do. I'm I've telling you. I've never met anybody. I worked in corporate America in this city for a long fucking time, and it's all anybody could wait for all fucking year was going to the nightclubs in the Hamptons and, like, spending $300 on a bottle. That's so stupid. Yeah, that's the culture. It's a different culture that you never... You've $300 on a bottle. Oh we don't God. live in the culture, and you've never really been exposed to people who do live in the culture. God. I was surrounded by people who lived in that culture. I got bottle service one time. I got it one time and somebody else paid for it. Somebody else paid for my bottle service as well. There you go. I was with my... That's a lie. I've gotten bottle service a few times. Yeah, I've never paid for it. Uh, uh, I was at a club uh, near the Essex stop on the J train. So Lower East Side, Lower Lower East Side. (laughs) I was with... Tony, Damn near Chinatown. I was with Tony Torn and Dan Safer and Kaz Phillips. And Dan Safer. Dan Comedian? Safer. No. Who's um, Dan Safer? Dan Safer. That name he's sounds other, so familiar. Because I'm about to tell you who he is. He's uh, he, he's the other guy from the Ubu Project. He was oh, the other okay. director. He was okay. the guy dressed as Satan and he was I the go-go gotcha. dancer. I don't know. And director. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, you're thinking of Dan Soder. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, but I was with Tony Torn and Dan Safer, and then this predominantly, predominantly, completely African American fraternity uh, was at this club trying to get bottle service, and they wouldn't give it to them because they didn't have the minimum amount of people. <laughs> Okay. And so me and Tony and Dan, like, they they turned around and looked at all three of us. We were just getting out of Ubu Sings Ubu rehearsal. And just so you guys know, this is a motley crew, okay? The, like, so you've got, like, <laughs> Tony and Tony's Matt. still wearing his, like, crown of pollen, like, like, uh, face flag tattoo. face tattoo on his face with white paint. Dan is like shaved bald and like a wiry dancer dude, and then I'm like fat with a mohawk at this point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> 
in this like super decked out, super. Uh, at, uh, I hate dancing around these terms. Super black, uh, uh, like culture, uh, just turns to us and says, "Hey, we're we need three more people." Uh, to get bottle service right now. Oh, that's Can you join us? They just picked us! Because huh? we we're the first people that we saw. We were like, yeah, we'll get bottle service with you. Do we have to pay anything? And they were like, no, not at all. And we were just like, awesome. And then we just kicked it with this black fraternity for like... That's <laughs> fucking for, dope. For the rest of the night, drinking, drinking horrible vodka. I think it was like Svedka. Oh, that cost that like the bottle $300. Service. Okay. A bottle of Svedka for $300. I was just like... I'm gonna go ahead and... I was and like, be- you know what? I'll drink it, but uh, I can't believe you guys are paying this. I'm gonna go ahead and be a bougie bitch for a minute and say I've done <laughs> bottle service quite a few times. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I've thrown in on the bill, but I've never like footed the bill for a bottle. Yeah. Um, and I've never been to a place that would do bottle service with like a fucking lower tier like shit vodka like that slurry side baby the lowest tier vodka i've ever had in a bottle service was like fucking uh like russian standard or something no no not even great goose yeah because like when you go and do bottle service kettle one is better than great goose Kettle One is higher on the list than Grey Goose. Grey Goose is like a... Even though they taste exactly the same. Yeah. Well, Grey Goose is not actually a very good vodka. No, it's not. It's not. Tito's is way better. Tito's is the best vodka. Nowadays, when you go to different places for bottle service, Tito's is like up there with um, Kettle One now. Tito's is great. Tito's is fantastic. Yeah. Handcrafted Texas vodka. It's the only vodka that's like worth drinking, in my opinion. Hey, I've got a fucking whole bottle of it in the freezer. What the fuck are we doing drinking Miller Lights? <laughs> you brought them over. <laughs> so anyway, anyway. Do we have I've any done, soda? <laughs> I've done this uh, more than a handful of times. I've done bottle service. And I cannot believe somebody gave you Svedka for fucking bottle service. I mean, it was... I didn't... My favorite time. I have so, any choice in it. But, like, it was just, like... All right, I'll hang out with this fraternity. I love with Dan that. and Tony. <laughs> I want to so I want to tell my favorite way that I weaseled into bottle service as well. Yeah, uh, Club Pure, which is not there anymore. Club Pure at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas, Nevada. I was there. It was like my twenty-first birthday gift from a really close uh, family friend that my friend parents were friends with and like I grew up with their son and he's developmentally disabled. You yeah. met him at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, sweet guy. Sweet fucking guy. He came guy. up to me and he goes, "I'm Matt's best friend and brother." Yes. He's, we, we, he said it to me like that. I was like, "I got it, dude. He's, I love you." He gave me a big hug. <laughs> he's the shit. He's pure he's pure love rolling down at you, brother. He's a good fucking guy. Yeah. And I, I grew up with him. His yeah, mom right. and my mom are best friends. They invited me to go to Vegas with them. And we're at Club Pure. Pat's playing, or his dad is playing in the World Series of Poker. Um, and they, you know, they kind of taper out early-ish in the night. It's like 1.30 in the morning. I make friends with this uh, gay dude from England. Yeah. And we're just like shooting the shit, talking about like Premier League football, which I only knew enough about to have a like screamy nightclub conversation and then his friend comes over and was like all right we got the section and um the time i was like okay guys we all have fun 
And the dude was like, no, no, mate, you fucking come with. You fucking come with. And I was like, are you sure, man? I mean, I don't, I don't want to impose. Drinking and his friend with, was drinking his, with British people was a slippery slope. His friend was like, ah, oh, your mates with him, your mates with us. And they took me into the, like the club pure yes. VIP bottle service, white leather couches <laughs> in the middle of the club. We were drinking next to the Manchester City football team. What? Yeah. We're Matt, drinking how have I never heard them. this? I don't know, this is a story. You don't like Vegas. What the fuck, you? <laughs> this is a great story. So Vegas or not Vegas. We sat there and we fucking downed bottle. It was goose. Yeah. You know? Whatever. It was great. And we were down in fucking bottle after bottle. His friend was like super loaded, like that London aristocracy where like his great grandfather's grandfather made a bunch of money and now he's just got money to blow. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we were just, it was fantastic. We were out till six o'clock in the morning. Their flight left at 10 a.m. the next day. We didn't get Facebook or anything. Don't remember the guy's name. Fuck It's em. just a fucking... Who cares? One of those nights. That's exactly very similar to my story. <laughs> I don't. I didn't get any of those people's names, but I hung out with them all night. We fucking like danced. It was fun. It was fantastic. It's great, <laughs> and it, you know, drinking svedka, <laughs> meat, <Svetka>. meat. <laughs> <laughs> Did the place charge thirty dollars for mixers? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. It was like we were just like tag alongs. <laughs> You mean they're drinking straight mixer? Sorry, always yeah. sunny. <laughs> I just watched that episode the other day, so it popped into my fucking head. But um, yeah, man, how do we get on the topic of bottle service? I don't remember the Hamptons. The Hamptons. So yeah, people make a lot of money out in the Hamptons. People make a lot of money, and they uh, and they just the don't know what to do with money. it, and so they give DJs three thousand dollars a night. Well, here's the thing, also, is that even a lot of people that don't make a lot of money, because you're 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 operating under the assumption that people don't live outside of their means. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forget that that's a thing that people do. Yeah, because you're fiscally responsible. Right, right. <laughs> I'm fiscally responsible. Right. I, it's just like, I'm not going to go to that. That sounds yeah. like a $300 night. I don't have $300 right now. Yeah. Whereas like, other people are like, I have a credit card. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! They owe like forty grand on their fucking credit card. Like I had friends that would get a fucking Hampton house, and I don't mean like they get a room at a like hotel or motel in the Hamptons. I mean, twenty of them would go in on a Hamptons house that each one of them would have to like give a month's rent on. Good lord! And then they would go to these clubs and they'd buy drugs and they'd drink and they would each put over 10 grand on their credit card in like four fucking days. You know what? And they worked with me. If you can like, like we do did, it, we whatever, did, man. We did okay. We didn't do that good. We didn't do 10 grand for a weekend I'm three starting, hours I'm away. Starting, I'm starting to have a panic attack talking about this. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not really. Well, they're all financially in ruins and they're 30. So yeah. like, it's not your fault. Whatever. You're not financially in ruins. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's just like... <laughs> it's way better, it's way better to be broke than in debt. I <laughs> Never completely agree. That. I completely agree. <laughs> I just, well, I'm just thinking about, like, it took me three or four months to save up for my guitar. That's dope. Which was... $700. Whereas these guys would have never held a guitar and have no clue how to play it and would have just went out and bought a $2,000 guitar. On a credit card. On a credit card. 
with the intention of and learning how to play. They don't even know the guy at Guitar Center that'll give you a discount. Exactly. They don't know our guy. <laughs> you know that guy. I know that guy. Yeah, he's a good, good guy. Good fucking guy. I like this guy. He's a great guy. I love that we have our group text now. Yes. The Fatal 4-Way. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Alex and... and can I say his name? Yeah, Wes. 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 Okay. Alex and Wes. Good folk. Yeah, good people. Good old folk. Speaking of shout outs, I gotta give a shout out. One of the very few notes that I took leading into this fucking conversation today. I gotta give a shout out to Jessica Rosenthal and Rami, Rami Vanguri. Yeah. Because they... Friends of the podcast. Friends of the podcast. Very close friends of ours. Today is Saturday and tomorrow, Sunday, they are running the New York Marathon and they've been training for over a year. I'm extremely proud and I'm extremely happy and I can't wait to be at the finish line to say to hug your sweaty asses. Congratulations, guys. Good job, guys. Fucking y'all. crush it. I'm probably not going to make it out to Central Park by the time you're done because I intend on being hung over tomorrow. As tomorrow is my first day off in 32 days. There you go. I've been working on this musical and working at a new job. And uh, I can't wait to veg out tomorrow. And it's- I'm also going to clean my room very very deeply <laughs> and I'm going to possibly go see a movie. What movie should I see? I'm probably going to see A Star is Born. See A Star is Born because I'm telling you, I know that you have your apprehensions. I'm telling you, it's a great fucking film and the performances are stellar. Yeah. You saw like four, you saw like four three second clips of acting that you thought was over the top. Hey. What? I won't get another look at you. Yeah. <laughs> and when you see what that means in the context of the story, I'm sure it'll be it's going to rip dumb, your but fucking heart out and shove it up your ass. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's pretty fucking impactful. Just, I just want to see it in the theater. I don't want to miss out miss out on the experience in the theater. See it in the like, theater. I feel like it's a movie that you see. And they really cranked in the up. They really crank up the volume for the uh, live music scene, so you really get a great like. Like sense it. of being there. See it in your chest. Exactly. Yeah. You'll learn today. You'll learn today. <laughs> I I suggest that, and it's also a very good thing that you're off tomorrow because tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the Matt on Matt podcast boys are stepping out. Oh yeah, we got we got a weird invite to the SNL after party. So we're gonna be partying with Jonah Hill tonight. Possibly. Boys. We'll see. We'll shut see. Shut the fuck up. Well, no, I'm not gonna shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk to Jonah Hill. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't want to talk to him. I feel like... I honestly just... I feel like he's going to look at us and just be reminded of his past and present and just be like, nope, don't want to talk to those fat fucks. Oh, I'll be them again in seven months. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I'm real. I really want to meet... I, I Well, first of all, when I say I want to meet and have a conversation with, I mean, I'm a smart man. Yeah. You're a smart man. Okay. Nothing will happen unorganically. Yeah. Only will I have conversations if they happen organically through our friend that works with SNL. Right. Well, he works at NBC. He works at NBC, and one of the shows he works for is SNL. Right, right. So anyway, I really want to meet Beck Bennett, and I really want to meet Kyle Mooney. Really? Yeah. I okay. love those guys. I want to meet him. Don't get me wrong. No, no. I feel like they'd be the no most hate. fun to hang out with. No hate. But like based on them and like what I've seen, I, I want to like, hang out out of the the cast right now. I want to hang out with Michael Che and Pete Davidson. I feel like Pete would be really hard to hang out with. Or who are the or Kate McKinnon? I mean, get real. I don't want to, dude. Have you seen her and like 
Did you see her on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? No. She's a yes. fucking weirdo. She's weird. But I want to hang out with her for that. <laughs> I like weirdos. I don't know. I just, if not hang out with her, just be like, hey, you have so much fun while you're performing. I love it. <clears throat> Goodbye. Kiss you. Kiss, kiss, kiss the ring. Don't kiss her hand. Kiss the ring. Don't kiss her hand. Kiss the ring. Well, I mean, you know, I get the sentiment of kiss the ring, but don't actually kiss her hand. I'm going to kiss her hand. That's sexual assault. Only if she We're is. trying to fucking have a business here. <laughs> or you're trying to sexually assault Kate McKinnon. I'm not! That's not what I'm doing! I'm <laughs> hey, what was that about reactive language? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> we just high-fived because... <laughs> that was radio gold. <laughs> Where are we at, by the way? I have no clue. Uh, I can't see. We're at 48 minutes. We've got right. 12 minutes to kill. Hey, you know, what's going on? So uh, I had a couple other notes here, yeah, but I really don't... Outline this a little bit. ...give a flying fuck about any of these what other things. What were they? Things. What were they about? I mean, your show's open. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm in a show right now. It's yeah. a... <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot, and I... Uh, um, uh, and it's happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's happening at, at the Brick in Williamsburg. Uh, it's called The Testament of Josh. It's a flesh and blood musical. Um, it's it's the story of Jesus coming back for the third time and creating the rapture via a zombie apocalypse. I am the accompaniment as well as the uh, uh, as well as a character in the show. I play the coolest kid in town. I don't know where Matt just went. I guess he went to go pee. I thought he was going to go grab more beers, but he went to the bathroom instead, so now I'm just freewheeling here. Uh, it's directed by Patrice Miller, starring Maybe Burke. Uh, it's a great show, and I think that be. And now I'm feeling like people should come out and see it. Uh, uh, grab some beers. Yeah, I'm working on While you're up. Dude, when I say. You, you know, tricked me. I didn't trick you. <laughs> I literally gave you the I gave you the you, universal signal for keep going. I'm going. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's it's been a hell of a process getting it done. Um, I'll just say that uh, I don't feel pro I don't feel bad saying Ooh, that. He just threw everybody under the bus. Nope. Your career's over. Nope. Nope. It's just been a very uh, very fast process. That, which yeah, which that is not what I was, ex- which is which is fine, uh, it, but it, but it has just been like you know it's been like a crazy month be- uh, doing this show, and I want people to come see it. We've had kind of like weak audiences for the past two performances, two three performances, and uh, y'all should come see it. So it's at the Brick. Uh, it's twenty bucks to get in. If you message me on Twitter. Follow me at Twitterfield. I will give you a discount code for a ten to get you on in for half price. Um, there you go. Yeah, so there like you go. It. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's good. It's I mean it's it's funny to do. Today we had a great audience, even though it was a little small, uh, and they laughed their asses off. And one of the other, it's written by Brian Boone, who works for the Onion and Click Hole. And humorous.com. I think he's also been with McSweeney's as well. So he's a funny dude. Um, and yeah, uh, come out to see Testament of Josh, Flesh like and Blood it. Musical. At the Brick in Williamsburg. Yep. Right off the Lorimer L, which is operating now. 
So hey, you there have you go. No excuse if you're my friend. Yeah, don't give me that. Oh, I thought the L was shut down. It's not shut down. It's, it it's shut working. Down. No, they Three thought it was shut down. Although an L train, <clears throat> while we were in tech, an L train that had a lot of our cast members on it just stalled, like under the river. No shit. Yeah. Ugh. It was. Tech was delayed. Tech. Uh, it created some delays. <laughs> and the MTA was sorry for any inconvenience. That's fucking something I want to talk about. If no. You, but if you t- follow me on Twitter, I'm very passionate about this. Hold on one second. Fuck the MTA. Oh, wait. Is it Miller wait, time? Wait, one second. It's Miller time. <laughs> Free commercial, by the way. We need to get on Miller's yeah, I need ass. to hit them up and be like, hey, guys, we get like 100 listens a week. <laughs> <laughs> We're selling like two beers. <laughs> Come on, man. Give us a case. Hey, I've been a loyal Miller Miller Light guy for years. Uh, it's uh, I, I have you know it's it's probably one of the best light beers. Ah, uh, yes. Why favorite? are we advertising for them? I don't give a shit. I like Miller Light. I've All been right. drinking Miller Light since the fucking seventh. What's grade. your favorite treat? Cheap beer. Favorite cheap beer is this considered a cheap beer? Yeah, Miller Light. Okay. Yeah, mine's Narragansett. Oh wow, dude! Actually, I'm, I'm, it's Miller Lite's still my number one, but Narragansett has made headway in my life, and it so is now—it's my second go-to. If I'm in a bar and they have Miller Lite, I'm going for Miller Lite. If they have Narragansett, I'm, I'm going for Narragansett. Good. Also, Narragansett is usually good for a shot and a beer special. Absolutely, Narragansett. I don't know. I also it's respect good. Narragansett because it's kind of a small brewery. Yeah, I Rhode like, Island. Nobody knows about it. Yeah. Nobody. Whatever not, people ask me, like, what's your favorite beer? What should I get? And I'm like, uh, get get a can of Gans. They're like, they're like <laughs> what? what? And I'm like, Narragansett. And I'm like, and then they're, I, I say the whole name Narragansett as if that clarifies it. And they say, what? what? <laughs> Narragansett, the clam beer. It's made out of clams? <laughs> yeah. Shut up and go get it. It's so good. It's, it's just... Let's let's just be okay. It tastes like so, nothing, which is what I want in a beer, in a cheap beer. So for a person who I guess I could be perceived to have high taste or expensive taste or whatever, bougie things I've been told about myself. You're a little bougie. Okay, when it comes to beer, no way. I love cheap beer. I'm the same way, man. Dude, I can sit there and yeah, I can have one or two of these. IPAs that are triple distilled in a you know a, a hot chick's butt crack in a barrel, but like, wait, they're brewing beers and girls' butt cracks. Now? I fucking hope so. I want to drink. But that like beer. at the same time, when I go out, which is like max one night a week, yeah, max. I'm drinking cheap beers. I am drinking because I'm, I'm drinking not Miller Lights and Narragansetts because I want to drink. Until four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Dra- I'm not gonna pay eleven dollars a beer, ten dollars a beer. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm paying five dollars a beer. Yeah, which is like in I New know York. people out of New York that might sound shit like ridiculous, <laughs> but like that's what you got up here, and yes. that's just like that's the way it goes. And like also, I'm not just, gonna pay we, a bunch of money. We make for... more money, so five dollars is not as big a deal. <laughs> and uh, and we're York. cooler than all of you. <laughs> Murph. Oh, let's just go into that. Hold on. We'll we'll, we'll save that a second. (laughs) Because what I'm getting back to, speaking of what you said about the $5 beers, there was a club, club, bar, you know, whatever. It was one of those three-story places in Austin on 6th Street called Malaya. It's closed, so we can go ahead and shit on it. Yeah. 
It was called Malai. It was part of that Coke ring. Um, yeah. Those, yeah, those yeah, brothers yeah. that were drug and dealers. Heroin, yeah. yeah, Coke and heroin. These two brothers were drug dealers, and they had like 10 nightclub or 10 bars in downtown Austin right. that were all money laundering fronts. Right. This place, Malaya, had $4 was their cheapest beer. And in New York, if you went to a place and $4 was the beer cost, we're getting drunk all fucking night. Yeah. In Austin, we went in there and they said $4 and everybody was like, keep it. <laughs> That's, I mean, that was my mindset was before I lived up here. Two twenty five next door for the same beer. Right. Why would I go there? Yeah. Why? Dollar beers at fucking Barton Springs Saloon. That's not a thing anymore. Damn it. That's not a, th- uh, uh, that, that, uh, that has been discontinued after... I think several drunk driving incidents. Oh, so the city, so the city wants to crack down on drunk driving, but they also want to ban Uber. Right? Fuck Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is the most overblown bullshit. All of you, all of you dickheads that live out there that are like, no, I hear Austin's great. You never lived there. You didn't live there for six years. Visit Austin. Visit Austin and party. Do not move to Austin. Do not. It is. And we're not telling you from that Austinite perspective no. of we don't want more people in Austin. We're telling no. you from that perspective of we lived there for a long time. And it was way overblown. Way overblown. If you moved, if you want to live near Austin, move to like San, San Marcus. Marcus or Wimberley or Kyle or Buda. any of the but- like any of those surrounding cities Our- where you can live for pennies. And mm-hmm. and still drive to Austin, yeah, and go party in Austin, yeah, and then you know drunk drive back home. But uh, well, you know, there's still cheap hotels in Austin. There right. still are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, living really? in San Marcos, man. San Marcos, San Marcos is the shit. It's San Marcos is awesome. When I think back, on I can't my, believe anyone lives anywhere else. When I think back on my life, I'm just like, damn, dude. I wish there was more like shit in San Marcos that could make a sustainable life. Right. Because right. I lived there. Right, I would too. It is the best place I've... With the exception of New York City. No, I'm kidding. No, as far as Texas goes... It's the It's coolest. the best place I ever lived. It's the coolest place I've ever lived. It's like... It, it's uh, the most fun place I've ever lived. Hands down, the most beautiful environment I've oh. ever lived in. I was... Matt, I was... Like, my rent... I wasn't paying it. But my rent uh, was $300 a month. And I was... A five-minute walk from crystal clear waters. Yeah. And your place was also, your $300 a month was also a two-bedroom, probably like 800 square feet. Yeah. 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 I lived in a four-bedroom, four-bath, thousand-square-foot, like, fancy fucking loft. Again, I care, again, I'm bougie. Yeah, you are. And my rent was $400 a month. Right. God damn it. You know, I mean, it's we had a built-in we had a built-in beer pong table. You remember <laughs> that? Yeah. Uh, the island in the kitchen was regulation beer pong size. Whatever that means. <laughs> Eleven long by two wide. There you go. That's what that means. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God! So speaking of that apartment, I'm just gonna tell this story because it's on my mind. Yeah, sure. And when the hell else am I ever gonna tell this story? So I moved into that apartment with Matt Buchanan, great friend. Close uh-huh. friend of mine. And when I moved in there, we were party boys. We were having a damn good time. And then his last semester, he got, like, tunnel visioned on graduating. And so he started, like, going, like, hard on his schoolwork. 
and like you know taking 30 hours to do a project that really takes two but like really wanted to make sure that everything was right started going hard on his shit so over the island in the kitchen that was regulation beer pong size was a lamp that hung down from the ceiling well we had taken the cord wrapped it up and moved it over so that we could play beer pong unimpeded (laughs) you know like you do when Does anybody, like, hear that? <laughs> like you do when you're a 22-year-old party boy. All right? So, uh, <laughs> one day, he's in the middle of one of his, like, I've got projects do rages. And he comes in, and he climbs on top of the island. He unties the thing and pulls the lamp down to where it normally sits. And I was sitting on the couch watching TV and I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I said, I guess it really is the end of an era. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, man, I just use this light to help uh, dry the glue on my set design project. Then I'll put the lamp back, I promise. But, like, in no that way. moment, he did. He totally oh, okay. did. And it, and it totally helped. It dried the glue on his set design project, and then he put the lamp back. But in that, like, four or five seconds, I was like... Oh man, everything's changed. Moving that lamp symbolized becoming an adult to me. Okay. At 22 years old. And it almost shook my entire life to its foundation. Because I wanted to play beer pong on a I just want everyone listening to this. I just want everyone in this podcast listening to check your privilege. Because. <laughs> hey man. Because what? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Maybe. Dude, you had just as much privilege as I did. I know I did. Probably more. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, didn't go to, I didn't go to private school. Oh, Donna school. and Scott done pretty good for themselves. I was an only child. That's its own privilege. That 100%. Except for the, the one that Marin talks about that nobody really like acknowledges and that he... So Marin will have, he interviews people and he asks them about their family, right? Yeah. And anytime he has an only child on, he goes, was there a lot of pressure to not die? (laughs) And they all say no. You've talked to me about this. They all say no. And I'm like, that's insane. Yes, there's a lot of pressure to not die when you're the only child. You're all I got. <laughs> we're their only bet. We're, the, we're every day with me. I'm just the stack of chips that, that my parents push forward at the World Series of Poker. Yeah, let's, let's give it a shot, brother. We had this thing. Wait a minute. We just saw my friend's commercial. Can you rewind this? What is this? Who's in it? Well, it's not my friend. It's her son. That kid! Oh, you know that kid? Or you I, know that kid's yeah, mom? Yeah, I, um... That's not his mom. Well, I know I, uh, that's not his mom. She's an actress. Uh, his mom hired me as a, a... To be a tooth and have a love scene in her play one time. Oh, there you go. That's Ben. He's funny. He's a cute kid. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's Look got great hair. Yeah. All right, so anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Really trying to get this shift covered tomorrow, but... Is it not happening? I don't know. Maybe. It might happen. That uh, 18-year-old high school ch- high school student from the Bronx just texted me saying she'd cover it. Oh, well, then you're good. Uh, yeah. There we go. Well, are you not good? No, we're good. If you're covered, then you're she good. She asked a question, but she she's... 
kind of dumb. <laughs> so, hope oh, she's not a listener. <laughs> she's definitely not a listener. I don't think she knows what a podcast is. Okay. That blows my mind. There's so many people out there that don't know what a podcast is. Dude, she born and raised in New York City. When I told her I lived in the financial district, she was like, what's that? Hold on. Before you go off. She said, what's that? And I said, oh, Wall Street. And she goes, what's Wall Street? This is why we need better education in the United States This 18-year-old high school senior who goes to a magnet school. One of those New York City, like, yeah. we've got great education in our magnet schools. No fucking clue what Wall Street was. This is why 18-year-olds should not be allowed to vote. <laughs> Except, Except that me, most of them 18. vote Democrat. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I didn't. I I voted Libertarian when I was eight, eighteen. Oh yeah, because I was a. You had you these know. hot shit ideas in your head that you yeah. were going to change the world. Yep. I there voted for Kinky Friedman for governor. Hey, so did I. Yeah. Hey, that dude, was my Kinky first was cool vote as fuck, ever, dude. He got and, like no fucking votes though, which and I uh, voted to build the high school in my hometown. He voted in a bond election. Yeah. As the son of a school board president, I appreciate you voting in a bond election. Yeah. And I appreciate you voting for the bond. Yeah, I did. Good shit. For the bond. Because public education... Is incredibly important. Is incredibly important. I was hoping you would feel the same way as a private school kid. As a public school kid from a place where public school was the only option, you have to support politicians... Who are pro-public schools. Yep. Bottom line. This gets to the last point we want to make. A point that we said we wanted to make. Ladies and gentlemen, you gotta yeah. vote. You gotta vote. You gotta fucking vote. It's happening this week. Everybody's telling you you gotta vote. Everybody, My entire life growing up, everybody has said, you gotta vote. Yep. I grew up in Texas. Right. Every motherfucker in existence told me... That I have to vote. Right. Meanwhile, my state has the lowest, my right. home state has the lowest voter right. turnout. Yep. So it can't be said enough. Go vote, guys. Go vote. I mean, here's the, here's what happens when you vote. The will of the people. That's what happens. Yes. It, and I feel like we've been pretty clear about our politics without getting too far into it on this podcast. I've had a couple of don't at me bros that, but you know, I have surprisingly been on the fence more than you, I would say. Well, (laughs) on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, generally in life, I'm a, I'm a touch more liberal than you. I don't agree. I don't know. We kind of gotten into it a few times where you've said that about me yourself. You said he's surprisingly more liberal than I am. Sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Anyway. Anyway, we're both pretty, like, left-leaning dudes. And, yeah. And, uh, uh, but that aside, go vote. Please, go vote. Please go vote. Unless if you're, you're in Texas, especially, God. go vote. Because there are more of you than there are of them. Right. And you can win this election. Right. Fuck and, it, I'm going political. There are more of you than there are of them in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. And if you go vote, you can unseat the Zodiac Killer. Shitty fucking regime of fucking piece of shit Republicans that have made our state 
look like uncompassionate racist douchebags. Right. And I'm from Texas. And I know that's I not true. I know Texas. And I know you are dead fucking on, Matt. Right. I know that's not true. It's not true. It's not true. That's not what Texas is like. That's not how it's... That's not the that's not the day to day there. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, Texas is one of the most diverse places in the world. Houston per capita is Houston the in most diverse city in the country. Right. More diverse right. than Queens, more diverse than New York as right. a whole. Right. We win. Right. And so like the will of the people will be enacted, but only if they act. And that's you. So you've gotta go vote. And exactly. you've got and you've gotta be represented by somebody that gives a shit about you, and I can tell you for one hundred percent that motherfucker from Canada does not give a shit about you. Ted Cruz doesn't give a shit about you. Greg Abbott doesn't give a shit about no, you. No. Texas to the rest of the country, specifically to Northeasterners and Southern Californians, Texas, the representative they have of Texas in their head is a rich white lawyer who doesn't want a lot of taxes. Right. And if that means fucking over a lot of his citizens, that means fucking over a lot of his citizens. Or people seeking asylum from horrible from horrible situations and creating concentration camps. Yeah. Like that's that's where we're at, guys. Our president, I don't know. And Texans who are going to shit on this conversation saying that they don't want to pay more in taxes, number one, when people say that to me, right? somebody who's made a lot of money, right? calm down, I'm sorry, I know. I'm just going to go ahead and say how I fucking feel. Right. I've made more than most Texans I'll ever fucking know at my age bracket. Sure. I have paid guarantee triple the amount of taxes they ever have. You only pay federal tax. Fuck you. Your dollar 25 will go a long way to for go, somebody who go, needs to it. To add on to that is like I like I I don't make a shitload of money. Uh, and I still pay fucking ridiculous taxes. amounts in taxes. So you're coming at the wrong people. So like but you know what that goes toward is benefits. Yeah. Things like... Social Security, uh, Medicare. Our subway system. you're going to need when you're over 65. Your sub, our subway system? Right. Absolutely. Uh, our subway system, uh, uh, the MTA transit, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, like the, the upstate transit and the mm-hmm. New Jersey transit and the Long Island Railroad. And, and uh, you know, th- and as well as like healthcare and, and mm-hmm. all of this shit. So it's just like, don't come at me and tell me that you're worried about paying more in taxes. There are people all over this country paying out the ass for taxes, and uh, yes, they're flawed. Yes, it's a flawed system. Yes, Mm -hmm. it doesn't always seem to make sense or always always seem fair. But dude, welcome to the fucking world that we live in today. Yeah. Like, like, this is the price... Uh, the price of freedom and the price of uh, oh wow I'm three beers deep. Uh, the the price of freedom, bro. We're like six each. We oh, crushed right. that fucking twelve pack. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but the price, but the price of uh, 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 of this wonderful place that we live in, truly one of the greatest places ever yes, in the world. Absolutely. Uh, like just in terms of like quality of life. Uh, and in uh, in personal freedoms, like the price is whatever the taxes are. 
Yes. And, or or the price is maybe I don't vote for the maybe I uh, because also I like look we're we're telling people not to vote for Ted Cruz right we're basically endorsing. Beto O'Rourke. We're endorsing Beto O'Rourke. In a way. In in a a, way. I I am also saying at least go vote. Right. Bottom line is. I morally can't say don't vote for this guy, but honestly, how I feel personally, don't vote for this guy. Right, right. Same. Uh, So, like, but even if the price is going against what you have done for your entire life for a millisecond in an inconsequential check of uh check uh, check 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 mark you know what i mean yeah do it that's the price you pay because we're on the verge of having constant i mean we, they actually already exist we have concentration camps in this country like and that's completely unacceptable yeah and and, and, and there's only one way to stop it yeah right and it's now by voting and that's by voting so go vote Go vote. Get your voice heard. Whenever the people show up, what the people want is what happens. The, if if you know something else, if 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 they just reject, you know the, the crazy results. the crazy thing that I hear is that um, that's another thing. Right wing people, a lot of cons- very conservative people, they say that liberals hate America. I will sit here and tell you right fucking that's now. Totally, I absurd. love this country more than anything. My my dad and my grandfather both fought in wars for this fucking country. Right. And I'll tell you this right now. I hate what this country's becoming, but I love what this country can be. And I love what it Get is. Get out there and vote. Uh, and I love what it is. Yeah. It's like, yes, the politics are fucked up right now. Yes. And yes, there are fucked up things going on right now, but we're not... We're not past the finish line. We're not past the finish line. And still, to this day, right now, you and I can sit here in front of this microphone and we can say whatever we want to say right. about whoever we want to say about it. Right. Social justice is different than, like, fucking legal justice. Right. Legally, we can sit here and we say whatever, whatever we the want. fuck we want. And Wait. that is pretty dope. Right. Right. And I think that's our don't at me. Don't, yeah, that's the don't that's at the me. the joint don't at me. Don't at me, bro. Go vote. <laughs> Go vote. That's the uh, title of the podcast. Go vote. Go vote. Boom. Don't at me. Go vote. Let's cut this out because we're drunk. Yeah, we, I guess we are. We're we're drunk. We're, we're six beers deep each. Each in about an hour and a half. Oops. Sorry, Two mom. Hours. Sorry, <laughs> Donna. I've done dipped this to your boy. <laughs> well, uh, I brought the beer. Yeah, well, uh, I was taking blame, but he went ahead and did it for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Matt uh, on Matt podcast. Uh, Follow us uh, on Twitter. On Twitter at the Matt on Matt pod or at Twitter field. Um, yeah, exactly like that on Twitter. On Facebook, we are the Matt on Matt podcast. Uh-huh. I'm at, at MattBerry06 on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm at Matters on Instagram, at Twitter field on Twitter. If you want to berate us for our politics, if you want to tell us you love our politics, if you want to tell us a funny story about drinking or whatever it is, Ask us a question. Your girlfriend sucked another dude's dick? Send us a fucking question. I'll just tell you break up with her. MattonMattPod at gmail.com. Yes. (laughs) We have an email address. All right. All right. Uh, Uh, So far, all I get is flight tracking things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're tipsy. We're going to cut this thing off right here. We love all you guys. What's our sign off? 
Um, I'm Matt. Oh, I'm getting there. Oh. <laughs> um, we see the we see the numbers growing. Keep yeah. listening. They did grow. Yeah. There was a big pop last week. There was week. a huge pop. Oh my and god, it was weird. I mean, like whatever. It's, it's still nothing. Like we're we'll not. We'll take it. We're not LP. There was a huge grow. There was like thousands of people listening now. Yeah, we're just, not. Just believe me. We're not LP on the left yet. <laughs> but we do love you guys sincerely. Um, anyway. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Matt. And that's what matters to us. Adios, fuckers.